0: This is another question that was sent to the website, and I'm sorry it's taken so long for me to get back to all the people who have written in notes, but we do try to respond. When people ask me questions, I do try to answer concisely, of course, time is a big constraint. But I'm reading this. Hi, Veer. I have been exposed to Orthodox Judaism for many years. But I have not been so close to the Orthodox community due to the negative experiences with them. I feel that they do not care about non from Jews, or potential by Lechovah. I am not even close to Chabad, because I feel they do not care about them either, except for putting on tefillin. For example, people do not invite for Shabbos a Yom and it is a disgrace. Because of this, my knowledge is greatly lacking. Anyway, the purpose of this message is Rabbi Paltil uses a lot of Hebrew words in his answers. And he assumes that we, quote beginners, parenthesis beginners, understand the meaning of these words. If he's going to use Hebrew in his answers, I would greatly appreciate if he translated them into English so people like myself understand what he is saying. Thank you. Ah, okay, I'm going to reveal a secret. (laughs) Um, Sometimes I'm guilty of not being sensitive. And sometimes I'm using Hebrew words on purpose. Um, And the reason is, Because I'm speaking to many audiences at the same time and I'm really trying to say many different things in my words, I'm trying to say things to beginners that beginners can relate to and understand and appreciate and I often want to throw in thoughts for what would be called memulachim, people who are more learned and when I say something that I feel would interfere with what a beginner would understand. I say it in Hebrew and Yiddish on purpose so that if they want to understand they're going to have to learn the language which will mean that they're going to have to study more and delve more deeply so that the secondary point that I'm making and it's always the secondary points that I say in Yiddish and Hebrew will reach them. Now, This may sound offensive and perhaps it is Um, and I apologize that I don't mean to be to offend anybody I just uh, this is how I deal with it. Practically, I know that these angels go up on the web and anybody is going to be able to find them and there's the uh, the ancient Mishnaic warning I didn't quote the Mishnah precisely, but the point of this Mishnah is you have to be careful It's not only what you say, but how your words are perceived And I'm very weary of the risk, Chas V'shalom of Chilil Hashem. I'm not careful enough, and I've been criticized by many, many times, but I try to be. And one of the ways I do this is that sometimes I'll say a secondary point, never a primary point. If it's a primary point, I I either won't answer the question at all, or I'll say at the outset that this is a different kind of a question, Um, I'll say it in Hebrew Hebrew and in Yiddish. Um, But your point is well taken, I'm often not careful and I should be more careful to translate my words into English. Now as far as your estrangement from the Orthodox community, I must tell you that this pains me deeply, it really does. And I think about the Rebbe, our Rebbe, the Rebbe of all the Jewish people, the Rebbe of the Tshuva movement. His entire wish, entire goal was to bring every single Jew to Judaism, and to make Judaism available to every Jew on every level but that it should be authentic, right? I'll use that bad word again, it should be Orthodox. Where it's not just a philosophy, but it involves ritual. Living practically as a Jew in our day-to-day lives, Shabbos, Kosher, Mikveh, that means Tars Tefillin, and then of course, from there we should radiate to more and more care, most importantly of all Chinuch, raising our children as Jews, and sending them to Jewish schools and giving them a Jewish education. and I'm certain that the Rebbe thought a thousand times about the fact that his supporting caste is us. This is Chasidim, and of course on the highest level it's the Shluchim. They're not the Rebbe, they're human beings and they're fallible in many, many ways. They're fallible intellectually, they're fallible religiously and they're even fallible, fallible socially. People hurt other people often with the best of intentions. In general human beings are sensitive, we're living in a time of extraordinary sensitivity. You can hurt another person's feelings by telling them that you love them because they didn't like the intonation, or they didn't like the context, didn't like who else was listening to to them, to, to you say it to them. We're an incredibly sensitized world and we're very easily offended, very easily offended. And we're not perfect. How many Jews turned to Judaism and were turned off by practicing Jews? Thousands. Ultimately a human being who pursues a religious life has to understand that you engage in religious life through other Jews, through other Orthodox Jews. But if you're looking for fault, no one is going to be perfect, you'll be disappointed by each one, except a person like the Rebbe, and there are many people who feel like the Rebbe was insensitive also, but that's a different discussion. So the reality of life is. But the world's not perfect, the people aren't perfect. In the secular world, uh, it's the same way, right? If you have a job, you have co-workers, you have a social group, you have a family, if you want the people around you that you engage with to be perfect, you'll live on an island, you'll be totally solitary. And that's not a healthy way to live. Now, I don't know you and I don't know your sensitivities and I don't know your background. You may be so sensitive that you not only can't be around other religious people, you can't be around people altogether. In which case I understand you, but it's very painful to me. Because human beings were meant to be precocious, social, to live amongst other people. In the wording of the Rambam, Ha'adam Hu'Madini, our lives are too complicated for us to be cats, to live solitary lives. We need each other for physical support and we even more so need each other for emotional and spiritual support. So without knowing you, here's what I'm saying. If you can't be involved with other people, or with other Orthodox Jews, with other Chabad, because you find fault in everybody, then you have to do what you can by yourself. But all human beings need to learn how to accept other people's faults and live with other people. Because we accept our own faults, we live with ourselves. And perhaps one of our faults is our sensitivity. To live any kind of life, you need to be. You need to have a community, you need to have a social group. The modern secular world talks about freedom and individuality, but in the end everybody needs other people and this is a discussion for a different time. Everybody really needs family, biological family, but I don't want to open that can of uh, peanuts today. I'll leave that for a different conversation. You need to find a community that you're comfortable enough with. You'll always find fault with people, always, because you need the support, you need a shul, need a social group, you need friends, and although nobody's perfect, everybody is trying their best. You say that people don't invite you into their homes. I know for a fact because I grew up in such a home and I have this kind of a home. There are many people's homes are very open and they have all kinds of guests that they bring into their homes. I'm sorry that you've had a difficult experience, but to whatever extent possible that you can belong to a community, it's very much in your favor to join that community. Particularly if you're not alone. If you're single, it's one thing. But if you have a family, especially if you have children You need to choose a community and you really need to choose one because if you want to pick and choose You'll confuse your children terribly. They're not going to feel like they have any roots So I answered your direct observation with two things Number one, I will try to be more careful to answer Hebrew words. Number two, sometimes I actually use the Hebrew and Yiddish on purpose, and I also addressed your secondary point. I'm sorry that you feel so estranged from Orthodox Jews. And I suspect it's not just an Orthodox Jews you feel estranged from, it's from people in general. And I bless you to not become less sensitive, but to figure out how to deal with the fact that people are not perfect, and try to be close to at least some of them, because it'll make you much happier, and it'll probably make you a better Jew you <music>